Once again, the Fantasy Sultans are on the air. I'm Trip Rogers along with Mike Sheck, and it has been a couple of months since we last talked to you, but April, always a good time to talk NFL football. It is the league that is probably the best reality show in the world, Mike. <laughs> certainly, we cannot complain about how this offseason has looked has been the NFL in the news constantly, and we're not even up to the NFL draft, which is next week. And there's been so much to talk about in the NFL. And I mean, like I said, it seems like it's been six months that we've talked. It's only been three. And oh, by the way, the fantasy Sultans, we're on the clock right now. So, right. And, and we know who we're picking at number one. Unlike the Jaguars, we know who we're picking at number one. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We have a lot to talk about here. We got to bring it back to the postseason and how it wrapped up with the Rams and and uh, Bengals in the Super Bowl. But man, that was a good game. I thought it wasn't going to be, but it ended up being a very close matchup. And the Cincinnati Bengals gave it their all. But what it came down to was the Rams defense. And they got to Joe Burrow. And you know what? In the in the postseason, Joe Burrow was sacked the most. And the Super Bowl, it looked the same. And and at one point, it looked like he was going to be out for the game because he, he had an injury, but he came back in and, and played. But, uh, you know... The Rams' offense was good when they had to be, but it was the defense that did the work. Well, the one thing I want to uh, just I want you to chew on for this in the three Super Bowl appearances that Cincinnati has made, they lost by five points, four points, and three points. And the last two Super Bowl appearances, the last time the opposing yeah. team touched the ball, they scored a touchdown and beat them. Which yep. I, I just think it's amazing. And and. Now, I, I think what surprised me more than anything else was the finger pointing that that happened afterwards in Cincinnati. I thought the um, I thought they they really went after the kicker for not going to the locker room. The guy didn't miss a kick. I, I don't think it made a big deal. And of course, NBC made it a point to show that he was on the field for the halftime show. Uh, I mean, really. And but again, I think it's kind of sour grapes at that point. The Bengals, uh, listen, the Rams went out and did what they had to do. They knocked off Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay. They then hosted the championship game and knocked off the 49ers and then hosted the Super Bowl. And I think for the second year in a row, you had a team playing in their home stadium. But this was the first time you really had a home team get a home field advantage because you had the normal week buildup towards the Super Bowl. And that meant. Rams stayed at home and the Bengals lived in a hotel for a week. I think that's a big advantage. Although, listen, the game, you're right. It was a very competitive game, very enjoyable game to watch. Uh, yeah. And uh, like I said, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, you know, there's only progress with those two. What an outstanding season Jamar Chase had la uh, last year, and it's only going to get better, I think, with the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, that you know they they need an offensive line, and I wonder if that is going to be you know at the forefront for them in the draft. Are they going to look offensive line? I, 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 I think I they think need it. They need it. You have to look at window of opportunity. And I know this, I, I know I sound very trite, and this is something you're going to hear come up a lot during this show. 
window of opportunity. You are going to see it. And the one thing I'll say, Cincinnati, yes, their 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 issues are their offensive line. They've got to protect Joe Burrow. But let's flip it around to the champion Los Angeles Rams. They've been doing things rather quietly. Yes, Von Miller has left free agency. We kind of figured that was going to happen. But they have retained a lot of their pieces of the puzzle. Uh, you don't know about Odell. Odell's been made an offer, but don't know whether he's going to come back. And of course, he's coming off a serious knee injury. So you kind of wonder, is it going to be a wait and see type of thing? But the Los Angeles Rams have the nucleus, and I, I think they can they can come back strong this year. Remember, they were without Robert Woods, who went down in the middle of the season. That's why they made the deal for Beckham. So that's going to help them in their defense of the championship. I, I just think, I, I, again, I think the Rams are kind of doing it quietly. I think they're the odds-on choice to win, but then again, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers may have something to say about it, and we will talk about that because I think if we're going to move now into the offseason, probably the biggest story this year has been the retirement. Oh, no, wait, I'm not retiring of Tom Brady. <laughs> and the other thing about this, and, and, and again, there have been stories, and Mike, I want to get your take on this. Do you think that Brady was seriously thinking of coming back out of retirement and going to going to Miami, as was rumored, and become a part owner and that whole thing? Or is I don't that know. just some story? Is that just a story? I mean that that there was rumors that Sean Payton would be joining him as well in Miami, and uh, you know that was talked about. I don't know if that's true, but I wonder. You know, an interesting question too. Did Arians have something to do with it? And that's that's a big story, too, because Arians stepping down as uh, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, moving into a front row position and consultant. And, you know, I just wonder whether those two had some disagreements. You know, they, they say no, but I don't believe that really, because you talk I, I, about I, two. Listen, I, 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 wanna, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to yeah. I, I want to take the contrarian view on this because. I believe Bruce Arians in when he says this. I don't think it was a disagreement with Brady, but I think the issue was Brady announced he was going to retire. So Arians said, all right, I'm going to stay. Because if he goes and retires, then whoever right. replaces him is going to have to rebuild. When Brady said he came back, he'd come back, then he made the decision, I'm going to the front office. And again, it was either Byron Leftwich or Todd Bowles to be the head coach and they chose Todd Bowles and Bowles had previous head coaching experience. I, I think it was a good move. I think it makes sense. You don't want to be the guy to replace the guy. You want to be the guy to replace the guy to replace the guy. But with Tom Brady as quarterback, it's a little bit easier to be the guy replacing the guy. So I, I think that I, I think I have to believe some of the uh, stories and, and the thought process for Arians. I will take it at face value. Now, maybe I'm wrong on this. I never said I was always right. And you may be right <laughs> on this too. But I, I got to believe I think things were on the up and up with, with Arians. And I, I do think there was, I think it's, I, I think it's okay. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Boy, is Tom Brady glad to be staying at a Motel 6 because the Bucks. They sure did leave the light on for him, definitely. That's for sure. On that one. Uh, but you know, Bo's record, Bo's record. I want to, I want to say this is not very good. Now he was with the Jets, twenty and forty as head coach. 
So I think we all know who's going to be coaching this Tampa Bay team. It's not Todd Bowles that's going to be coaching it. It is Tom Brady because he is the guy in charge. And I think that's why Arians and Brady had that kind of riff, so to speak, because you have two dynamic personalities. Both want want it their way. Tom Brady wants to win, and so does Arians. And I think there was a disagreement going on with the Antonio Brown situation. I was going to say not that like what, to you. what went on with that. I just... I, I got but the feeling that Tom Brady was, 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 was Brady. I, I, Brady really hasn't spoken about it. Do you think Brady was a little upset with the way that played out? I does think he, he was blame yeah. Arians or does he feel that Arians out and out lied as, as uh, uh, Antonio Brown has said publicly in an interview on real sports. And he feels that um, Arians lied to him and 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 that's one of his boys i you know i think it's a little bit of both i don't think he liked the way the situation played out and i don't think that arians told the truth in the whole story um you know let's face it it, it didn't end well in tampa bay and that last game against the rams definitely proved it because brady was battered in that game from the rams defense and you could see on his face that he was completely angered I mean, so you're talking about an unhappy Brady, and I don't think that's the way he wanted it to go out. And and uh, whether you agree or disagree as to why he's coming back into the uh, into the league, I, I definitely think that he left some unfinished business that did not get done yet. It'll be interesting to see what does happen. And again, uh, Tampa Bay, one of the top teams now, they're returning a lot of their players. We'll see how they go. They have got to be one of the teams to watch out for. You talk about returnees, surprise, Aaron Rodgers back in oh, Green yeah. Bay. Yeah. He's going to be there for a couple of years. And now, realistically, is Rodgers going to go the full length of this contract? No way. Because of the fact it's backloaded, they can cut him at a certain point. I, I, I You're not... You've got to give Jordan Love a shot at some point. But the thing that bothers me is this was Green Bay's year. This was set up for them. Home field advantage. You could have run the table and nothing. And this would have been a year that would have cemented a legacy for Aaron Rodgers. The legacy it cemented this year was he can't win the big game. He's won it once and he failed another time. And I just, I I was not impressed. And I just kind of wondered about this. And Green Bay now says, okay, we're all in on Aaron Rodgers. But is Aaron Rodgers all in on Green Bay? Oh, I think that he is because I don't think he would be sticking around um, being in a Packers uniform because... Last year, he was contemplating whether or not he'd be in Green Bay. So I think he likes the direction that the franchise is heading. But they did lose Devontae Adams, who goes off to the Raiders now. Uh, so that is a, a a loss in itself. And that kind of, I think he sort of knew that when he was going into it, that that situation was going down. But, uh, you know, for sure, the Packers, I mean, this is a long-term deal here. And they're shelling out a lot of money for a guy who they believe in. But, Mike, one of the things about the Devontae Adams move, it also has created some other movement. And you've seen, you know, again, it's kind of, it's funny how all of these stories kind of uh, all kind of link together because Devontae Adams goes, gets a big deal from 
the Los Angeles Raiders, or excuse me, the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, and then Tyreek Hill goes and gets traded and gets a big deal out of Miami. So you now have these big wide receiver deals on the table, and if you want to get somebody like a Jarvis Landry, you're going to have to pay some money. Odell Beckham Jr., if he can come back, big money. So I think you, you, you're you starting to see this, these players take money, and I think that, that, that especially the Tyree Kill move, I think that's weakened the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are not the feared team they were a couple years ago. They have now been to the championship game four times. They've split, won two, lost two. And Patrick Mahomes is not getting any younger. They seem to have trouble keeping people, and he loses one of his big wide receivers, one of his big playmakers. Travis Kelsey, he's good, don't get me wrong, but Kelsey still has injury issues. I don't know about this Kansas City team. And the other thing also you got to go throw in there is as much as I love, you know, as much as I love their coach, I mean, this is a guy who underachieved a lot in Philadelphia. He, he'd get you there, but he could never get you over the hump. Andy Reid went to one Super Bowl, went to the championship game a bunch of times for the Eagles, one Super Bowl. He's won one Super Bowl. Been to the Super Bowl twice. Been to the championship game four times. Not a, not a great record. Not a great record for Andy Reid. And I just kind of wonder if, if the window of opportunity is gone for that Kansas City team. And, oh, by the way, did you happen to see who Denver picked up in a trade? <laughs> yeah, good old Russell Wilson. Signing a $140 million contract in exchange for two first-round picks, two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder, quarterback Drew Locke, and tight end Noah Fant. Now, we know that Wilson needed a change in Seattle. The Seattle situation was going south, and I'm kind of surprised here that Pete Carroll is kind of sticking around longer than uh, I thought he would be because Seattle heading, you can call it into like rebuilding mode, uh, Drew Locke, I don't believe is going to be the quarterback down for the future. Um, but the move for Wilson on the other side to the Broncos, a little rebirth for him. He had a successful career, two Super Bowl appearances, one title. So I think for sure, this is a big move that I thought that maybe Von Miller, after the whole thing went down with Russell Wilson, I thought he would go back to the Broncos and uh, land back there because of the situation. And he, he liked that situation, but he did go to Buffalo. But Tripp, what do you think about the Wilson move? I think, I, first of all, you traded him within the division. So that leads me to believe that there was uh, kind of, uh, there, was a, there was a change of scenery type of thing, first of all. Second of all, I think Denver thinks they can win now. I think they've got enough players. I think they had issues with the quarterback. They went and changed coach. They brought in Nathaniel Hackett, who is the was the offensive coordinator for the Packers. In fact, I think the Packers were thinking they could get uh, Aaron Rodgers to sign with him before Rodgers signed his extension with the Green Bay Packers. But again, I think Denver is in a, in the mix out there. You know, in that 
AFC West, you've got some good teams there. Think about this. You know, you've got the the you've got the Chiefs. They're they're still you know they're not dead, but they're still alive. You've got the Los Angeles. You got the Las Vegas Raiders, who certainly acquitted themselves well in the playoffs this year. You have the um, uh, Denver Broncos, who now have a good starting quarterback, a, their best starting quarterback since uh what's his name oh yeah peyton manning uh and <laughs> and then and then the los angeles chargers have of course uh one of the dynamic quarterbacks in justin fields so i, I think i think that west is going to be loaded for bear it'll be interesting to see how that uh goes goes about and how that that plays this year um so but again and we're, we're talking about this it's only it's only after a couple of months and we haven't even touched the nfc I mean, the only thing we've touched in the NFC, Tom Brady back. Okay, fine. And Aaron Rodgers is in in Green Bay. But one of the biggest, most shocking moves that we haven't touched on the Fantasy Sultan so far as we continue to talk about the NFL offseason, the trade, Deshaun Watson traded from Houston. He goes to Cleveland, gets a huge contract to go to Cleveland to play. And the problem now is Cleveland's got Baker Mayfield and they have not gotten rid of him. And Cleveland is starving for a winner. They thought this was going to be the year and it, it did not go well with the injuries with Mayfield. And now the question's going to be, where is Baker going to end up? And listen, I, Mike, I'll say it right now. I'll make a, I'll make a statement. You can hold me to this. Baker Mayfield's on that team come opening day. I don't think they move him. I think they keep him. And the reason why I say that is because you have too many question marks about Deshaun Watson. And the problem is we're not talking about one or two people making accusations. We are talking about 22 people making accusations. And listen, where there's smoke, there's fire. And even though he's not been indicted in a criminal court or in a criminal proceeding, the NFL, all they have to do is say there is suspicion and they can suspend him for morals violation. And I think Cleveland realizes that Watson's not going to play all this year. So I think Baker Mayfield has a chance to maybe make something happen there. But again, the other part of it is, our Cleveland fans fed up with Baker Mayfield and had enough of him. Well, we're talking about a quarterback to get this lucrative deal. Um, he sat out all of 2021 because of the 22 civil lawsuits. And I mean, I think that this is just crazy money he's getting. I mean, he was okay in Houston. I mean, yeah, it was the Texans, but you know, to throw that kind of money into a player that, has he proven himself yet? No, but he's going to be the, the, the best part of the situation is he's going into a team filled with weapons. You've got running back Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt receivers, yep. Amari Cooper, who comes over from Dallas and you got Donovan Peoples Jones. And let's not forget about Cleveland's defense, which was fifth in total yardage last season. And it can only get better for them. Right. But then again, you got those two loss. You got those twenty-two lawsuits that are involved here. So, and that could prevent him from playing at least six games, if not more. Maybe he ends up escaping these lawsuits this year because there's talk about that. 
and maybe it's next year he's suspended or some action is taken. So we don't know yet. There, Like you mentioned, there are a lot of question marks. And you know what? I, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mayfield is still in Cleveland um, come opening day. And the one thing I do want to say, remember who on this program was singing the praises <laughs> of Donovan Peoples-Jones. I do believe it was yours truly because yours truly was on that way early, way early this year. And I, I, I got to blow my own horn because I thought that was, <laughs> he was the guy to pick up early on. And, you know, and, and Mike, it's just so funny because we do this show and we say, okay, we're going to about this, 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 and this. And, and it just leads into so many different ways to go. And I think one of the things we haven't talked about, or we really haven't touched on is the Dallas Cowboys. What have the Cowboys done this year? Well, let's see. Hmm. Oh, they paid Dak all kinds of money. What did they get out of that? Oh, yeah, another first-round playmout. Uh, so let's see. Yeah. What do we got to do? Oh, let's get rid of Amani Cooper. Yeah, Amani, he, 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 let's get rid of him. We don't need him. He's your best receiver, but let's get rid of him anyway. You know, they traded him for nothing. And you keep a running back that obviously is not worth his contract. And I just, I don't know. And and uh, a couple guys have left Dallas grumbling, saying that, you know, they're, they're, that Dak is just not doing well. And I think this Dallas, I think it's going to be an ugly year in Dallas this year. I really do. If they do not do well, I it, it's not going to bode well for Mike McCarthy. I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised he's still there, but man, that's not going to be good. Well, you mentioned it was a flame out. Well, it wasn't just a flame out. It was poor clock management in that game in the playoffs, oh, especially at the end of the game. Um, we talk about big deals and contracts. Stefan Diggs, he lands a big extension with Buffalo, and now three other wide receivers are looking for new contracts. That's San Francisco's Debo Samuel, Tennessee's A.J. Brown, and Washington's Terry McLaurin. They're all going to be looking for uh big contracts here and they may be sitting out uh in the off season and even further down the line if they don't get paid the money because they want the money 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 so well, part uh of it also is because of the, the contracts that that tyree kill well and, yeah uh that tyree kill got and uh you know the other other wide receivers it's just up to the, it just moved the, the bar upward and they want the same type of money and they feel they deserve it um I listen, I'm, I'm going to say one thing about Terry McLaurin. If I could get out of Washington, I would because Washington, oh my God, that situation's getting worse. Yeah. They're now say the Congress is investigating. They may try to take Daniel Snyder away from that team saying they're misappropriating funds. And I'm it, like, it, this mess. is not good. It's a mess. It's and not, then they come up with the commanders as their name. Well, it's, it's, they had to come up with something. I'm just saying that, that it's just, this is not a good situation. And I really, really worry about this Washington football situation. Carson Wentz has got to deal with it. Oh yeah. Let's, Hey, let's not forget about that Carson Wentz. And I got to tell you one of the best, I, I didn't watch it for a while, but I got a chance to watch the, um, uh, in season hard knocks with the Indianapolis Colts. And boy, I got to tell you, that was tough watching. And you just could see it. 
that a wall that when they did not do well, Carson Wentz had a wall around him. You know, you knew Carson Wentz was going. You could just tell that people were pissed off. Carson, and again, you have to be all in. And if you choose to be unvaccinated, you are going to alienate your team because you're not going to be able to perform. Does And Mike, does that make sense? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I, you know, I, it's just so interesting. You know, we're looking at uh, the COVID cases. They're, they're settling down. I think we may, I think that's going to be less talked about this year. But then again, of course, you got the variants out there. So who knows, you know, what, what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, I, what a wacky season, you know, even last year with, with the, with the COVID, uh, the players and, and whatnot, you know, just crazy. Yep. Next man up mentality. It was, by the way, I have to say it was a really interesting, um, series. If you get a chance to see it, uh, especially when they had to deal with, with all the COVID cases, uh, down the stretch, they lost a lot of big players during those last couple of games. And of course, they uh, lost the game. They they were in had control. They needed to win one of their last two games to get into the playoffs. And they lost both, and it was a shame. But they have made some changes. Carson Wentz, of course, uh, goes to Washington. They pick up Matt Ryan from Atlanta. Yeah. Although he'll be probably another one year, but he gives them a quality quarterback, and we'll see how that works out. Of course, uh, they've got Jonathan Taylor, who is great, and and they they're retaining a lot of their players. I think uh, that'll be interesting to watch. Um, let's turn our attention real quick to the home teams. Let's let's turn our attention to the Giants, the Jets, and the Eagles. Well, let's not. No, uh, <laughs> the Giants. The Giants are in salary cap hell. It's no other way to put this. The Giants are in salary cap hell. They are going to have to make some tough decisions. They have two high draft choices: number five and number seven. You got to believe they're going to get some impact players. You got to like what the new regime has done. They've done it in Buffalo. They're going to try and build it like Buffalo. Do the Giants expect to be competitive this year? Uh, maybe, but really next year is what they're looking to build for because they've just got too much dead cap money. And as a result, the Giants just did not do a good job last couple. The New York Jets, probably the more promising of the two New York teams, although Robert Sal is going to have to get more out of his team in the second year. I mean, again, up and down. COVID had something to do with it, too. Zach Wilson had an up and down year as a rookie quarterback. They need some solid play from him in year number two. And the Philadelphia Eagles, well, the question is, is are they going to keep their quarterback or are they going to, uh, Jalen Hurts going to be their guy, or are they going to move on from him? I think Jalen plays for now, at least. Yeah. But you kind of wonder where they're going and what the future holds for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and I think when you take a look at the quarterback draft and and the situation here, that this is probably the weakest of the quarterbacks coming out of this draft. And with the Eagles, they own the uh, 15th and 18th overall picks. So uh, I I think they're kind of building for the future here, and they're looking past this one. Not to say that they're they're not going to take the right picks, but 
uh, for sure, Jalen's the guy this year. And then, you know, you have a strong class coming out next season. And if the Eagles are in a situation where they can land a, a great prospect, then then why not? And, uh, you know, we trip, we talk about the draft here. Number one, I mean, I alluded to it at the beginning. We still don't know what the Jaguars are going to do. They went three and 14 in their 2021 campaign. Trent Baalke is not uh, refrained from implying that they're willing to listen to any trade offers for the number one pick. Sources close to the Jaguars say they're going to keep the number one pick and, uh, you know, make down a couple players there. Uh, take a look at possibly Kavion Thubado. Um, you know, you got Adam Hutchinson, who is probably high on the list. Offensive line, they can go Icom Iquan. So, I mean, they, they've got a lot of choices here, but, you know, you would think at this point, you know who you'd want to take, and the Jaguars just uncertain here. Well, it's the Jaguars, and uh, need I say more than that. I, I, I think, listen, uh, the other thing about the Jaguars is just last year was such a disaster with uh, Urban Meyer. I really, oh, yeah. and, and they did not, the, the end of the season was better, but they did not, they, they really want to see some improvement out of Trevor Lawrence this year. It'll be interesting to see. But listen, before we get to that, we got to talk more about the things we like to talk about. How about the changes in the sportscasters in the NFL? <laughs> yes. The money is going fast and furious. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman to ESPN to do Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then what does that mean for Fox? Well, they haven't officially said right now, but it, it's going to be um, the number two team moving up. And uh, it looks like that uh, Olsen will get the nod. And uh, and that, that's good. That's good. And again, the, the advantage on the Foxies is they get to do the next two super, two of the next three Super Bowls. Uh, it was announced today. Mike Tirico takes over for Al Michaels at NBC. Right. He really needed to take over. Michaels is so bad. Right. Michaels <laughs> got the job with, with uh, Amazon. He and Kurt, uh, he and uh, Kirk, um, uh, Kirk Herb Street. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk, thank you. Kirk Herb Street are going to cover Thursday night football. And so it, it, there are going to be some changes. You will see some, some moving around uh, with this. And it'll be interesting to see um, the other part of this is uh, going to be uh, the USFL, whether or not they take some of the USFL people that they're using, give them tryouts to possibly be moving on to work for them in the fall. And of course, the other side of this is that you have the streaming services that are going to get, uh, you know, you get Thursday night games. And the reports have surfaced very recently. Apple TV may get the Sunday ticket, and that would come after this season. So next year, if you want to watch Sunday ticket, you may have to have Apple TV. I have Apple TV, so I would enjoy that too. And it goes along the lines of Apple paying for sports. They got a Friday night baseball package now. And again, if, if they were to do this, it, would, it could be a boon to them for that those, those out-of-market games, which are always, always want, uh, people always want. But I guess, you know, I, I said it at the outset, Mike, the NFL is the best reality show. And the reality show has been going full blast. You never know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, uh, who it's going to happen with. And 
you know, you're another day away from a ne- another blockbuster trade. You never know. One team may try to make a move next week to make a big splash in the draft and do something other people won't expect, and it's going to change what happens and what the uh, storyline is after the draft heading into preseason camps, into the uh, training in, in, in May, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the training sessions in May and in June before we go to training camp. I mean, it's just it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fascinating. I really think that Cleveland situation is going to have to kind of take care of itself because otherwise they could be in real trouble if 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 the Baker is at a, a loggerhead not there and you have uh, a Deshaun Watson there who's looking at a possible suspension. Well, one thing's for sure for certain here, you know where you're going to get your fantasy information and that is from the Fantasy Celtics Mike Check Trip Rogers. The next 4 months we are getting ready for the fantasy football draft. We are going to take it a little by little, jotting down our notes, getting ready for the uh fantasy season cuz guess guess what? It's only 4 months away. So, you know, you, you got to get ready. Now's the time to prep and we'll do the prep work for you. You don't have to go into the draft We'll give you all the information you need to know. We'll get you ready for that. We'll give you our top picks. We'll give you our import-exports. Everything you need to know about the fantasy season for 2022 is right here with the Fantasy Sultans. Mike Schechter of Rogers. Of, yeah. course you know, of course you know why I gave up my full-time job in February, because I needed to start concentrating on Fantasy Sultans. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's my new it's job. All about winning. It's all At about winning. At the end winning. of the day. Winning. Yes, it's, it's all about, about the, the w. That's right. Yeah. We will be uh, we'll be back with you every week of the season. Uh, probably, I would uh, I would say to you, we'll probably come back at some point either the first or second week of August. We'll do a couple just to get you warmed up. We'll talk about different things, and by then there could be some more different stories and other stories, and we'll see some players maybe who were surprising, and we'll give you some deep sleepers and stuff like that to get you ready for the season that is the NFL fantasy draft season. Yes, indeed, we are going to have it for you. And and again, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Somebody may come up, get up and make a trade, or yeah. unfortunately, somebody may suffer an injury that could also change your team's chances. But whatever it is, we'll have it for you here. The Fantasy Sultans, you've subscribed to the right podcast. We'll keep you up to date. We will have all the information for you. Our podcast drops normally on Thursday mornings at 9 o'clock, so you can tune into it, download it. We're, we're on all the ones. We're on Anchor. We're on Google. We're on iHeart. We are on Apple, uh, Spotify. You'll find us. All the information, Trip and Mike, the crazy guys, we're it. We're the Sultans. You're not. We are going to do that for you. <laughs> and and I, I, I'm looking forward to ramping it up once again. It should be a lot of fun this year. We've got a lot of stories to cover. The NFL is always, always busy, and we will have it for you each and every week during the NFL season. Mike, I'm getting pumped up. I am ready oh, me too. to get you, ready. You got to me go. ready. <laughs> the buildup, you got me ready. I'm ready to roll. We are the Fantasy Sultans. And you are not. We'll catch you again in early August, right here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Email comments and questions to fantasysultans at gmail.com. And I got through all plug in. If you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, listen to WTRSradio.com online 
at live365.com. You can catch that and enjoy that. We hope you have enjoyed the Fantasy Sultans. He's Mike Sheck. I'm Trip Rogers. We are the Fantasy Sultans. And you are not.